Hello and <clears throat> hello and no. Hello and no. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like hell, can't you get the first word out? <laughs> I will get it. Would you calm down, please? My ears are not a toilet. <clears throat> hello and no. <laughs> I've got to get this right. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of My Big Game Podcast with me, Benji. And me, Brad, giving you the life, the loves and lulls of living in London. Two gays, one city. What could possibly go wrong? Oh my goodness, it has been forever. How are you doing, Benji? I am fantastic. My headache has gone from spending so much time with you. My <laughs> liver feels recovered. Just great. Is this you saying that you don't have bad head anymore? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> you even get locked jaw, so you give good head. <laughs> Not even locked jaw, just full on dislocated jaw. How are you? Oh, I am great. Do you know what? I actually feel quite summery today. Um, and I think it's because of my drink of choice that I've chosen for this week's episode. Oh, Lord. I am on a vodka Fanta. Doesn't that just scream summer? You know, it screams cheap. Vodka <laughs> Fanta. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you the last time I had a Fanta. Yeah, you have them in like summer, didn't you? No, I don't. <laughs> Maybe when I was like 12 and I had like, what are those old drinks called in the tinfoil pouches? Like Calypso's. Oh, right? yeah, 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 those, yeah. With that orange straw. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah, never quite worked. Yeah, That's, um, I'm feeling summery today. I don't know why, because obviously it's cold and wintry right now in London. But uh, yeah, I'm a vodka Fanta. I highly recommend. So basically you're sat in your room with the heating on full blast, mm. drinking a vodka Fanta. Yeah, and a Christmas jumper as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, what does your Christmas jumper look like? It's a, it's a green Christmas jumper and it's got skiers on it. Skiers. Mm. Wow. Brad, are you still single? I am still single, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am still single. <laughs> but anyway, what are you drinking? I, just to have a guess, it, there's n- nothing different here with me. Okay, it's alcoholic, right? Yes. Well, gin and tonic. It is. And do you want to hazard a guess at what type of gin? Oh, same old, same old. Nothing changes with you. Basic pink gin and tonic. Okay, firstly, it's not basic. <laughs> Secondly, there is nothing wrong with knowing what I like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and getting it yeah. all the time. <laughs> right. Exactly. But can I just say, this is the difference between me and you, right? With you, we know what we're getting. It's the same old, it's the same thing. With me, always an adventure, always exciting. You never know what you're getting. It's different all the time. It's fun, it's adventurous, it's wild. So fun, adventurous and wild is Vodka Fanta. That's the one, yes. (laughs) You had it first, guys. (laughs) Ibiza Nights Out, sponsored by Fanta. (laughs) Wild. Wild. Just wild. Yeah, look, we can't go into too much detail because this episode is not about us, but Brad. Let's talk a little bit about, what, about what's happened since, <laughs> since we've just last spoken, because I think only maybe, what, six weeks have gone by and um, a lot has happened in those oh, six weeks. Oh my goodness, so <laughs> much has happened. I Honestly, I've been writing down all the stories so that when we start season four, we've got all our material good to go and there's pages already. <laughs> That's how hectic our lives have been. Yeah. I mean, when was the last time I properly saw you that we haven't documented on the podcast? Well, we ended season three just before Halloween. So our last like big night was the halloween weekend (laughs) the night where your makeup went wrong and you cried (laughs) okay that was for our game show night and i didn't cry but my makeup did not go to plan yes (laughs) you did cry well you said it was the wind (laughs) making your eyes water (laughs) 
It's the wind, okay? <laughs> <laughs> podcast is if you'd only seen it so we had like imagine like um i'm full on crying now imagine like a bandit with like black across the eyes all the way around the side of the ears <laughs> he was walking to the tube and tears were just streaming and we're making the makeup run all the way down his cheeks he was, so, he was so unhappy with his makeup. Yeah. I will find pictures and repost. Oh, my God. Well, basically, oh my, my, my look was, I was going to go as a corpse groom. <laughs> my look. <laughs> <laughs> uh, In my head, I was, you know. Corpse groom. And I had this whole, like, funny joke or this story about, you know, like, never having a boyfriend or was getting dumped, whatever stood up. I don't know. Something along those lines. So I had this whole, like, um, black tailcoat and, like, a tuxedo thing. And I was going to do skeleton makeup makeup but ran out of time it was going horribly wrong i was getting stressed i was like benji this makeup is bad so benji was like let me just sort your eyes out so he gave me like a black like rubber bandit eyes so last minute had to change the look to be like voodoo magician (laughs) but you still cried (laughs) and you're like i've always wanted to be this corpse groom and i've always been single at halloween and never been able to do it and then you cried yeah, but anyway, yeah, so that was like on the Friday night and then the Saturday night, oh my goodness, I'm still <laughs> recovering from it. I I don't actually know where to start with Saturday. So podcasters, the Saturday was Brad's Halloween house party. <laughs> um, it's th- What time did it start? I, I feel like I got yours at a pretty decent time. Yeah, it was like, it started maybe like eight, nine, that sort of time. Yeah, I think I got yours about eight and like I had like a couple of drinks before I came, like felt really good. Um, it started off really slow and then all of a sudden cut to, like, you'd vanished. Where did you go? Oh, because we, a group of us, had tickets for the Clapham Grand Halloween Ball. Oh, yeah. Which I've always wanted to go to. So we booked that ages ago. So we all left about 11, 12. And then, obviously, we parted there till whatever time. Got back about 4, 5 in the morning. I walk into my flat <laughs> and who do I see? Benji still partying with these randoms. <laughs> yeah, to Britney Spears hit me baby one more time. <laughs> Full choreo, I must add. Yeah, and I just was so shocked. You were the last person to see still partying in my flat. Sobrano appeared at his living room doorway. This this um this night he was dressed as a fall what would you call it? Have a fallen angel. Yeah, fallen angel. Good girl gone bad, you know? Sure. So for <laughs> fallen angel, he just but you'd lost your wings at this point. You did have massive wings. Just appeared at the doorway, like hands on hips, and just shuffled his way along the along his living room floor <laughs> to, over Jimmy and was like, What are you still doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Because it was like half six in the morning. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And yeah, I'd lost my wings, but somehow had Minnie Mouse ears on. So the whole <laughs> our whole look was not the one. But um, yeah. And you um, you left to the party with a boy, right? And you <laughs> did, did you end up coming back with that boy or did um, that boy vanish? That is a whole story that I think we should save for when we start season four. Yeah, because we'll probably need another lawyer involved. <laughs> That did not go according to plan, okay? (laughs) Okay, we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. Oh my goodness, we have so much to catch up on. But this episode is not about that. It's not about hearing about me having COVID. It's not about (laughs) me going for dinner with my ex-boyfriend, which I don't think I've told you about. I know you've got so much stuff to tell me. So much to tell you. Today, as promised, as awaited for, it is time to play Blind Date. 
So, anyone that's new that hasn't listened to us before, you may not know what Blind Date is all about. So, Benji, would you like to do the honours and explain the rules of Blind Date? I would love to, but I would also like to point out, Brad, that you always make me explain the games. <laughs> do you know why? It's because I want to have my vodka fanta whilst you're doing that. Oh, bloody hell. Here's Thank your you. Yeah, still <laughs> chime in when I go wrong. But anyway, here we go. So, cue the music. It's time to explain how to play Blind Date. So, with Blind Date, we have one bachelor that we have picked from uh, the application that you sent in. And we have three contestants. Now, all the bachelor has to do is choose which contestant he would like to go on a date with. The way he whittles through which one he wants is by asking (laughs) questions to each of them. Um, They are questions that he has chosen, and they are answers which the contestants have also chosen. (laughs) Bloody (laughs) Albenshi! Basically, he gets to pick one at the end, and uh, fingers crossed, they find love. Mm. And finally, Brad will get to go to a wedding as a corpse groom. (laughs) (laughs) And also, podcasters, just to be clear, these boys have not met each other before. They don't know what they look like. We've not given their names out so they can't stalk each other. So the first time they're going to be speaking to each other is right here on this episode. And they're going to hear the voices for the first time. I mean, the clue is in the name, Blind Date. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that does make sense, doesn't it? Yeah, Blind Date. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, if we haven't just killed the game for you, it is time to play Blind Date. So without further ado, it is time to meet contestant number one. Contestant number one, what is your name? And where do you come from? Hi, I'm Chris. Um, I live down in South East London in Peckham. Hey! <laughs> not Clapham, I'm afraid. I'm sorry, but it's only reserved for the elite, so I'm sorry they're not here with us. Honestly, <laughs> Clapham's gone downhill in the last couple of months. I don't know what's changed, but the, the clientele around here is rough. <laughs> Chris, how long have you lived in Peckham for? Uh, four and a half years. Nice. Do you like it? It's stunning. It's it's nice being away from the the, the red flags of, of Clapham. So it's nice and <laughs> <laughs> nice and safe down here. Yeah, yeah. So many red flags around here. I tell you that. <laughs> yeah, Benji. I think he's talking about you. Um, I'm ginger. Thank you very much. Not red. <laughs> yeah, no red flags for gingers. <laughs> ginger flags. We'll talk about those in a minute. Um, so going through application, I just want to confirm you are in fact single because apparently you pretended to be engaged in a club. <laughs> Um, I am absolutely single, even though Brad has left me on red on hinge, I'm still single, yes. <laughs> Honestly, that's the best thing. <laughs> I've been a busy boy, what can I say? I don't have time yeah, for that right now. Updating his pictures because they're like four years old. <laughs> you told me to update him, so I have. <laughs> mm-hmm. All of them, I said. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we need some more photo shoots then. <laughs> you can book a photographer this time, I'm not doing it. That was too much stress. <laughs> Come on then, Chris, tell us about your engagement story. Um, so I was in Howling Hops over in East London and me and my friends had bumped into some old uni friends and they'd come over to join our table um, after convincing them to send us over some shots, which was great. And my friend who I was sat with, uh, Nina, hi Nina, 
Um, her ring dropped off her finger and this guy bent down to pick up her ring and I was next to him. And suddenly everyone just started shouting and applauding because I picked the ring off him and everyone thought <laughs> that he proposed to me and I said yes. Um, and yeah, couldn't walk around the, the bar for the rest of the night without people saying, oh my God, congratulations. The people were buying us drinks. Every time I went to the toilet, they were like, congrats, so happy, so nice to see. Wow. Um, he picked me up and carried me through the bar, which was lovely. He's oh a very God. handsome man. Um, but yeah, a, a fake engagement that we just milked for a little bit. Yeah. Now, this is amazing. I'm actually going to do this because did you say you got <laughs> lots of free drinks from doing it. Yeah, the free drinks didn't stop all night. <laughs> Benji, it's on. Next time we're out, we'll pretend we're engaged. I see what you're doing. <laughs> you're just trying to get me to propose to you. It's not happening. <laughs> oh, I told man. you no the first time. <laughs> Foiled. <laughs> <laughs> the judge warned you about this. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Well, all the best for the uh, the competition, uh, Chris, who we will now refer to as contestant number one. But it is uh, time to move on to the next contestant. Contestant number two. What is your name and where do you come from? Hello. Hey. I am George and I am from Reading slash the Clapham High Street. Whee! <laughs> we are practically neighbours, George. Are we actually? Joking me. Well, you're just down the road. I live by Clapham North, so you're about a five minute walk from me. Oh my gosh, I'm Clapham North as well. So what? who knows? Maybe we do live on top of each other. Oh, maybe we do. <laughs> who lives on top? Oh, it's not me, I'll tell you that. I'm in the <laughs> It's not Brad either, trust me. <laughs> lies, lies. He lives in the basement, honey. <laughs> um, so what do you do, George? I am a social media exec, oh. which basically means I make memes for a living. Oh. Stop it, do you? I actually do. That is I'm a meme queen. A meme queen. <laughs> Great. Have you um, made any famous memes that we might have come across? Um, no, I have gone viral a few times. So is Brad. <laughs> and I'm not talking at the STD clinic. In real life, I've gone viral. <laughs> That's amazing. What a cool little job you've got. It's very cool. Thank you very much. No, tell me, you, on your application, you wrote in and told us that you can speak nine languages. That's correct. I'm not lying to you. Okay, so what languages can you speak? I speak English, French, Norwegian, German, Spanish, Finnish, Hungarian, Hindi, and Croatian. Wow. I mean, that is really impressive. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. hang on a second. Like, fluently? Yeah. Can you say... (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Can you say uh, two gays, one city? What could possibly go wrong? Okay. I'll say that to you in Norwegian. Go for it. So that is... Wow. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like the language from Lord of the Rings. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. That is really impressive. Thank you so much. How did that come about? Some of it is just, you know, some of it is just being good at it in school. And then people, and you get attention. I'm like, all right, I love the attention. So I'm going to keep doing this more. Some of it um, is also going to places on holiday and being like, oh, I don't want to be this person who rocks up and then mm-hmm. it's like oh, uh, uh, can you speak English <laughs> and just that bit is kind of rude I was just like you know what let's have good manners I was raised correctly and um learn some for, for everybody great Do you know what I fully respect that yeah. I'm the sort of person that I go to France I go quite often and I walk into a shop and I'll be like do you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best now with the language and I'll go up to the counter and I'll be like bonjour and they're like 
it's okay, we speak English. I'm like, oh, what the hell? I'm trying my best here. <laughs> they can tell from me just saying bonjour that I'm clearly not French. Yeah. yeah but I'm, at least I'm trying. Keep trying, keep trying, <laughs> all right? Now, George, you are playing Blind Date. So the main question is, can you speak the language of love? Oh. Um, well, evidently not, as I'm single. <laughs> Do you need some lessons? Because I can help you out. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I didn't realise that you were the bachelor on there. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Who knows? <laughs> well, George, thank you so much for coming on to play and best of luck to you. Will I need it? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> and last but by no means least, it is contestant number three. It's Matt. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. How's it going, Matt? All good, thank you very much. Yourselves? So good. Are you ready to meet our bachelor? Let's do this. Are you single and keen and ready to mingle? Oh, shit, let's mingle. <laughs> <laughs> now, Matt, where are you from? Uh, I'm from Folkestone in Kent. Wee! We love a little Kent boy. I love that we do that for everyone. Wee! <laughs> oh, I do like to be beside the seaside. <laughs> <laughs> what? Singing tick? <laughs> Hello! <laughs> and what do you do, Matt? Um, I'm an electrician. Oh, Ooh, mask for mask. So would you say would you say that you make sparks happen? Well, you have to come and find out and see what. <laughs> oh my. Would you say you're good at plugging it in? Um, it can be electrifying sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Gosh. Well, Matt, we're going through application form and we've heard that you have a pussy called <laughs> Louie. I certainly do have a pussy called Louie. He's my world. <laughs> Tell us about him. He's very fluffy. <laughs> mm. um, he's very cheeky. <laughs> Um, he loves a spoon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's cute. Oh well, Matt. Thank you so much for coming on to play, and good luck in finding love tonight on my big gay blind date game show. Right, lads, are you ready to meet your bachelor? Very much so. Yeah, bring him on. Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to pop you on mute, and without further ado, it's time to welcome in our beautiful, our very attractive, our incredibly charismatic Bachelor. Please welcome our Bachelor for this evening, it's Reese. Hey! Hello! How are you? So good. We're great. Reese, tell us, what do you do and where do you come from? Um, so I am an actor and radio presenter and Ooh. I am from Suffolk. Oh, nice. How long have you been doing radio for? For just over a year. Um, I host a theatre radio show called Sit in the Stalls um, and we uh, do a live show every Saturday morning, 10 till 12 on Box Office Radio. Amazing, amazing. Well, we might be actually looking for a new co-host for my big gay podcast. Would you be interested? <laughs> uh, hit me up, babe. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a Jerry and going solo. <laughs> I'll let you fight that out. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, Reese, are you ready to nab yourself a date? I am indeed. Let's do it. Well, we have three incredible contestants waiting for you. But before we start introducing you, we have a fun fact about one of our contestants. So, Brian in the sky, take it away. One of these contestants once got caught masturbating on CCTV. (laughs) 
<laughs> wow, he sounds like a catch. I mean, that's bold. We like bold, though. Bold yeah. is good. Take him home to meet the family. <laughs> yes. Which is not the CCTV footage. <laughs> if you like it, then you should have put a rig on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Reese, I'm sure you're wondering who could that be? Well, we're about to find out because I believe you've got a question for our single Pringles. So, time to get to know them a bit better. What is your first question and who is it to? So, my first question is if you were a roller coaster, what would you be called? And that is for number two. Hello. Hi. <laughs> so, if I was a roller coaster, I'm going to be honest, I would probably call myself Detonator. <laughs> Because I'm a bit of a bomb ready to go off. Oh, <gasps> okay. Oh, I like that answer. That was a good one. That was a good one. That's really good. <laughs> I know, because it, it came out of my mouth. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Who do you want to hear the answer from next? Uh, let's go number three. Hey. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, my answer is um, the big topper. Because I want to hear you scream all the way down to the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, we're in for this kind of show, aren't we? Okay. Yeah, I mean, each to their own. (laughs) Now, Reese, is that a ride that you would like to go on? I mean, is this a bad time to say I'm not really into roller coasters, but I'm all up for trying something new. <laughs> but you're up for the ride, right? The thrill. The thrill, yeah. You like to get your, you know, your heartbeat racing. Oh, always, babe, always. <laughs> well, here we go. This is what we're here to do for you. So, uh, and who's it going to next? Uh, number one. Hi, Reese. Hello. Hello. Well, I can already tell that I've put far too much thought into this based on everybody else's <laughs> answers. Um, but I've got, I've gone for a roller coaster that I've been on. I've gone for Oblivion, uh, which is a fab roller coaster down at Alton Towers. And the reason I've gone for Oblivion is because you've got that very slow upward journey where you don't really know what's going to happen next. And suddenly you are dropped out of nowhere. And it's a very, very fast ride on the way down. Um not, you know, I've done myself a disservice by saying fast now. I was more going for the journey of up and down and all or nothing. But let me tell you, it's a good roller coaster, Reese, and you won't be missing out by getting on this one. Oh, <laughs> fab. Okay. <laughs> wow. We like it fast here, don't we, Benji? Well, I know you do. Get it over and done with. <laughs> <laughs> get in, get out. Done. <laughs> Isn't that your name on Grinder? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Great. Okay. So, um, Reese, you've heard the first answers from our contestants. Is there a particular ride that you're willing to take or who are you being swayed towards so far? Oh, um, oh, it's a difficult question, actually. It's probably more difficult than the ones I've got to give. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Number one, I feel like. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, who do you think, based on those answers and those voices... <laughs> Might be the one that got caught on CCTV masturbating. Oh, don't hate me, but I feel like number two. (laughs) Are you literally joking me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, we've got some more to give you, Reese. So um, we've got another fun fact about one of these contestants. So Brian in the sky, take it away. 
One of these contestants' bedroom is completely covered in fake vines and jungle animals. Oh. <laughs> Interesting, right? Okay. Now, if you were going to be a jungle animal, Reese, what would you be? Oh, it's got to be a tiger. I love tigers. Do you? Yeah. Whenever you go to the zoo, the first thing I say is, right, we have to see the tigers at least two or three times uh-huh. and then we can go home. Um, but yeah, I'd say tigers. <laughs> Did you watch Tiger King by any chance? Do you know what? I actually haven't. I can't bring myself to watch it. Oh. Why? I feel like I'd just be cringed out. I mean, yes, you would be cringed out, but it's also addictive and crazy and you just wouldn't believe it. Right. I'll, I'll put it on the watch list. Check it out. <laughs> check it out. It's proper binge worthy. Like once yeah. you start, you will just want to cram the whole lot in. Just cram it in. Stop it. <laughs> it's a family show, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so Reese, you've done your first question. It's now time for your second question. So what is your second question and who is it to? Okay, so my second question is, what kind of vehicle best describes your romance style? And I would like to ask number one. Well, thanks for choosing me first this time, Reese. That's, that's appreciated. Because <laughs> <laughs> he wants to ride your roller coaster. <laughs> um, right, again, I've thought a lot about this. The, the vehicle that best describes my romance style, I've gone with a bike. Because... <laughs> um, <laughs> Because bikes and and the thought of cycling around central London makes me really nervous. Um, And I get a real tendency to shy away from it sometimes. But when she's on that bike, she's riding, she's living. So when I force myself out of that comfort zone, I am an absolute hoot. And I think that best describes my uh, romantic style. So get me on the bike and I'm good to go. Oh, okay. (laughs) Good answer, good answer. I mean, Benji, I would also say that you're a bit like a bike. Oh, yeah? Why is that then? Well, well, everyone's had a ride. (laughs) Right. I don't know why this is like Attack Benji Day. (laughs) Everyone may have had a ride, Brad, but do you know who hasn't? Who? You. (laughs) Out of service that day. Out of service. (laughs) I've got to pay my mortgage somehow. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Reese. who's the two now? Let's go number two. Hello. So if I was a vehicle, I would be white water rafting. I'm going to be honest with you. Bike boring number three i don't know your answer but it's probably boring whitewater rafting exciting fun it's probably healthy for you in some way there's a risk of death but you know you don't know what's gonna happen and that is like a date with me that was an answer and a half i'm here for that and who's to say you might get wet (laughs) 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 all right number three what is your answer well, I don't need to plead poverty like uh, number two, but I would be a little. <laughs> I would be a little hot hatch, a little Astra VXR, bit chavvy, but it will go pop and bang. <laughs> well, Reese, I guess the main question is: Are you uh, are you into chavs? Do you know what? It's something I've not explored. So you know, trying something new. Here we go. Are you open to trying new things, Reese? on tight it's going to be a ride you're going to enjoy <laughs> i thought i'd muted you <laughs> right reese so you've heard the answers for question two what are you thinking now do you know what it's a tough call between number two and number three. Oh, <laughs> okay well, what's making you tickle your pickle 
I think the boldness of number two, I love. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I'm intrigued by number three. Interesting. Really interesting. So have you changed your mind now about who you think the CCTV footage is? Would you still think it's number two? Oh, do you know what? I'm really not sure. Um, <laughs> I, do you know what? Like, here's the thing. It could be like the silent ones that you never think of. So potentially number one. Mm, I feel like yeah. maybe like on the slide, maybe. Okay. Mm. And who do you think has a bedroom covered in jungle vines and wild animals? Number three. <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what? I think it's time that maybe the contestants found out something else about you, Reese. And in your application form, you went into great detail about when your balls dropped. Could you tell us a bit more about that? <laughs> oh my god! I was hoping you weren't going to bring this one up. Hence, why I put two. Um, yeah. So, uh, obviously, being an actor, uh, I was in the West End show Book of Mormon at the Prince of Wales Theatre. And I had one line in the whole show that consisted of one word, right? <laughs> this ensemble person that says one word in the whole show. And it was, what was my one line? And I stood there one day and I was like, mm, I'm not vocally right. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> we'll just see. Like, if, if it comes out, it comes out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And I kid you not, I stood on that stage and brought a whole West End cast to tears of laughter when <laughs> my voice cracked and my balls decided to drop and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you had one line, Reese. One line. <laughs> one chance. <laughs> and, uh, I just stood there and I just saw this whole group of people just looking at me and then just slowly look down to the floor and their shoulders just shaking. <laughs> and I just thought, well, I've achieved something, you know, I've brought a whole stage to laughter. It's great. <laughs> All for the wrong reasons. Oh my goodness. Brilliant. So good. So good. Oh gosh. <clears throat> right. Reese. I believe you've got another question. So what is that question and who do you want to ask first? I do. So this is question number three. And that is, if you had a warning label on you, what would it say? Um, I'm going to save number two to the end because I feel like it's going to be quite a good answer for this one. So number three first. Hello. Uh, my warning sign would be uh, danger, high voltage, guaranteed to make you stand on end. <laughs> <laughs> Obsessed. <laughs> She's electrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm speechless. I don't really know what to say to that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I don't know what to say to that either. <laughs> Who would you like to ask your question to next? Uh, number one. Hello. So my warning symbol would be a, a volume warning because the girl is loud. Um, yeah, an absolute, you know, like when your iPhone's saying, um, oh, the noise is a bit too loud. You need to turn your headphones down. It would absolutely be a volume. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, babe. I hear you on that one. It's like JLo, let's get loud. <laughs> <laughs> so the final contestant, what is your answer? Warning. The following podcast may contain attention-seeking behaviour, shameless sexual innuendo, and in-your-face attitude. Whilst the tan you see might be fake, the people are all real, although some of them may have received a bit of filler purely for your entertainment. <laughs> Wow, that is a brilliant answer. That is so good. 
<laughs> that was incredible. Oh my goodness. Top marks for effort there. I feel like you need to be hired. You know, does anyone watch The Real Housewives? You know, when they go in, they have that, um, at the beginning, they have like one line that they say about themselves, like, um, if you're going to kiss my ass, at least- Oh, do you want to hear what mine is? Oh, yes. Oh, oh, man. oh she's back. Go for it. If you act like a clown, you're going to get pied in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's too accurate with the fake tan. Although I haven't had filler. I mean, call yourself a Clapham gay and you haven't had filler. <laughs> well, actually, darling, I call myself a Southwest gay because I travel all over Southwest. It's not, it's not just Clapham. Plus, I don't go there anymore since Brad moved to Clapham. <laughs> well, Reese, we do have one more fun fact about our contestants. Would you like to hear it? Okay. Yes. It's a bit of a long one, this one, but here we go. One of these contestants once lived in a vegan hippie commune for a year in San Francisco. The house had three rules which were no meat, no TV and clothing is optional. House traditions included naked pizza Friday and a once a semester party called food orgy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I have lots of questions which hopefully will get answered later, but um, does any of that sound of interest to you? I mean, there was a lot to take in. Um... <laughs> we'll start at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, we'll start at the end. Food orgy. I mean, what does that even mean? Well, I'm hoping it's when you like order food from all sorts of different cuisines. Okay. Oh, okay. So like a big buffet. Yeah. Or it's when you order like 12 pizzas, put them on the floor and just, you know. Dive in. Sure. Okay. Talking about food orgies, I have a little story to tell you quickly. So the other day I was on a little app called Grind. I don't know if you guys have heard of it before, but, <laughs> but um, some uh, some guy messaged me and said, um, do you want to come around for some gunge play? <laughs> now I have never heard of gunge play, so I had to Google it. Benji, do you know what gunge play is? So when you say guns to me, I just think of fun house. Yeah, right. That's what I yeah. think too. Yeah. I mean, it's very similar. Reese, have you heard of guns play before? No, I feel like I've been living under a rock here and all these things. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to Google it because I didn't know. and I didn't want to look silly. And apparently guns play is a thing where you like someone has like a paddling pole or something in their room and you put loads of food in and you get naked and you get covered in food and then you have sex in it all. What? Okay. Yeah, guns play. <laughs> well, Reese, does that tickle your fancy? <laughs> um, next question. <laughs> what, what sort of food are we talking about? Like burgers? Well, I think it's just a bit of everything, whatever you want, really. So then the idea is that it is like guns, like funhouse guns, but you're just like covered in like everything and you get stuck in uh, i don't know if you've seen the, the the chat so podcasters we actually have a little chat going on when when we record the podcast <laughs> and uh contestant number one has has typed a little message saying my friend has an only fans for gunge play brad i'll hook you up <laughs> <laughs> well there's an offer you can't refuse <laughs> <laughs> so anyway when you said food orgy that's what came to mind well Reese, who do you think? <laughs> who do you think? I don't know where to start this one. Who do you think lived in a house which had no, you weren't allowed meat, clothing was optional, and you had food orgies? I don't want to be rude. <laughs> well, <laughs> just guess. Okay, in my head, I've got number one. Okay, and who are we going for for the vines and wildlife bedroom? I want to say number three. Okay. And so then finally, they're masturbating on CCTV. Number two. Oh. 
interesting, interesting. We've come to the penultimate main event of the game show, <laughs> Reese, where you have one more question um, for our contestants. So, Reese, what is your final question? So, my final question is what kitchen appliance best describes your romance style? And I would like to ask number two. I've just got two words for you, sweetheart. Meat tenderizer. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I love it. I love it. I don't quite know what to say to that. I think we're all speechless right now. Yeah, let me just give you a pat on the back, <laughs> babes. That was great. <laughs> so many visions in my head right now. So many. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm actually crying. Oh, my God. Whew. Right, Reese. who do you want to ask next? Uh, number three. Hello. So if I was in a kitchen appliance, I would be a tumble dryer. You're going wet and you'll come out all hot and bothered. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I love that contestant number three laughs at his own jokes. (laughs) 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 Oh my goodness. Okay, so that was a tumble dryer. And then uh, your your final question (laughs) is for which contestant? Number one. All right, well, I've gone for a toaster because you don't get much more versatile than a toaster. You take something pretty amazing already, which is bread. You put it in, you dial it up. And you get something even better as, as a result. And you can change that dial as much as you want to to find exactly what works for you. So, yeah, I'm going to be a toaster. I am a toaster. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Versatile vibes is what I'm getting from this. Versatile. <laughs> yeah. Don't pigeonhole yourself. That's great. I love that. I am a toaster. <laughs> <laughs> get you in the kitchen appliance that can do both, you know? <laughs> okay, well, Reese, you have now heard the answers to all your questions. Do you feel like swayed towards, don't tell us who, but towards one contestant more than the other two? Yes. Oh, well, okay. we are going to find out exactly which contestant you have chosen after this very short break. So, Reese, before the break, you asked our wonderful contestants your various questions. But before you're going to pick which contestant you would like to take out on a date, we would like to remind you of those contestants. So, will you be picking contestant number one, who will take you to oblivion on his bike whilst playing Let's Get Loud? Or will you pick contestant number two, who can tender your meat whilst taking you on a ride where you're guaranteed to get wet? Or finally, will it be lucky contestant number three who's offering you a go on his big topper whilst potentially playing with his high-voltage tumble dryer? I mean, what a mix. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) So, Reese, do you think you know who you're going to select? Yes, I do. So, Reese, which contestant are you selecting to take out on a date? I am picking contestant number one. (laughs) Yes! Amazing. Well, before we hear from contestant number one, we do have to say goodbye 
to contestant number two, who was George from London and is a social media executive. Hey, George. Hello. Let me tell you that contestant number two is contestant number human. (laughs) (laughs) She's not happy. (laughs) George, is there anything that you would like to say to our bachelor before you leave us? I hope you choke on your food. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. I feel awful. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, George, you live just down the road from me, so I probably will bump into you and clap him in two brewers. Let's be clear on that. It's going to happen, isn't it? It's going to happen, George. I'm going to see you out and about. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, George. Well, Sandy, that also means we say goodbye to to contestant number three, who was Matt, who was the contestant caught masturbating on CCTV. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Matt, thanks so much for playing. How do you feel? Gutted. You feel gutted. Do you have any parting words for Reese? He's missed the catch of a die, hasn't he? I did, but the CCTV didn't. Yes, Reese. Yeah, you can always play it back. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Great. Well, Matt, thank you so much for playing and good luck in the dating world. And I will always love you. <laughs> but, Reese, you have chosen contestant number one as your blind date, who is Chris. He's 29 years old. He's from South East London and he works for a youth mentoring charity. Hey, oh my God, I'm so happy. Reese. thanks for picking me. Aww. What a lovely decision you've made for yourself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> so we did also find out earlier on in the episode that Chris has actually been into a club where he pretended to get engaged. So Reese, you should watch out in case you find him on the floor trying to pick up rings. <gasps> Oh, I'll, I'll keep a beady eye, don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris, you were the one who was part of the vegan hippie commune. So <laughs> tell us about this. <laughs> Do you partake in the food orgy? Yeah, and the food orgy is its a, a sacred event that took place in the hippie house. And I, I could probably talk to you about it for hours, but it included everything from, you know, we would walk around with necklaces made of grapes. The, the big rule of food orgy is that you're not allowed to feed yourself. So you'd have to walk up to someone else and say, looks like a nice grape on your neck there. Can I can I eat that for you? And, and vice versa, people would come up to you. Wow. The, the whole night ends in everybody getting covered in um, <laughs> everybody getting covered in chocolate and eating it off each other. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, please finish that sentence quickly. <laughs> but yeah, amazing fun. And you're the one with the hookup for the, uh, the gunge pleasure. Yeah, my friend will be thrilled if you're interested. Um, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Let you know, Brad. Do you know what? I'll try everything once. <laughs> yeah, he makes some good money on OnlyFans with it. So um, yeah, he'll be dead excited. Hook me up. <laughs> well, congratulations to Chris and Reese. We will be getting in touch with you to arrange a fantastic day out date for you both in London very, very soon. Fantastic. So Reese, imagine you're in a bar and you see Chris standing there. What would be your chat up line to Chris? 
Oh, God, don't put me on the spot like that. Um, <laughs> Not like the other three contestants have been for the last half an hour. <laughs> and that's why I was The Bachelor. Um, oh, God, I actually don't know. I'm one of those really awkward people that when I first meet me, I just talk. So I'd probably just talk at you for ages and then I'd be like, okay, I've got nothing left to say. Oh. Because <laughs> I'm a very awkward person. So, Well, to break the ice for you, I once went on a date where I arrived first and ordered myself a drink uh, and I was just taking a mouthful of said drink when my date arrived and I got so flustered I opened my mouth whilst having a mouthful <laughs> of espresso martini and it went all down my white shirt. No. Oh my God. So literally the first thing he saw of me was me like, and do you know what he said to me? Shall I get you another one of those? (laughs) Yeah, that happened. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Well, we have to say a massive thank you to George and Matt for taking part. Thank you so much, boys, for playing Blind Day. And don't you worry, there's going to be a little something special in the post on its way to you very, very soon. Well, Benji, we did it. We play Cupid and we found love in a hopeless place. (laughs) We found love with you in that helpless jumper. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I actually like playing Cupid. Yeah, well, we took our arrows and we shot those boys in the face. (laughs) Can you stop shooting boys with your load, please? Oh, grow up. I'm all a quiver. <laughs> Do you actually get that joke? I know you're laughing, but I feel like... Yeah, a quiver is what you put your arrows in. Ugh. Oh my gosh, like you actually do know some things. Yes, I'm very cultured. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thou shalt not lie, Bran. <laughs> yes, well, we will be sending Reese and Chris off for a fantastic night out in London, courtesy of my Big Game podcast. And you never know, Brad and I may go along in disguise. If we were to go in disguise, I'd just put it out there if we were, what would your disguise be? Um, maybe like a corpse groom. <laughs> Or like a fallen angel, you know, like good girl gone bad. I hate you. (laughs) No, I'd probably go as something like classy and good. Like, um, I don't know, who would I go as? I might go something really stereotypical, you know, like those like paperboy cats and like a pipe and glasses with like a fake nose and like a big like flashes cape yeah 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 coat yeah you know, yeah i might do that yeah i was thinking something along those lines with a big newspaper but like cuts two eye holes out in the newspaper <laughs> so we can spy oh my god it's a great idea we're gonna be sat there like two absolute predators in the night <laughs> which by the way podcasters brad has now been brandished a sex pest <laughs> <laughs> and we will explain why <laughs> no we're not oh, here we are we absolutely are we're going into it they need to know oh god well anyway we did it we made a match and i actually can't wait to find out how those boys get on i know super cute right but brad that is all we have time for in this week's episode of my big gay podcast with me benji and me brad and me sex pest <laughs> <laughs> if you don't already do go check out our instagram and our twitter it's at big gay podcast or you can go to our website which is www.mybiggaypodcast.com as always do get in touch with us slip on into our dms keep us updated with all your christmas and new year shenanigans we'd love to hear from you we certainly would and i can assure you we have a very special episode coming up where we literally will fill you in on everything that has happened in the last six weeks and we will try and cram it into the one episode it's going to be a good one. Don't miss it. So until next time, see you next 
season. Well, how's your gin and tonic going down, basic? <laughs> I am hammered. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. A couple of drinks, Benji's gone. <laughs> Since when did I have two microphones? <laughs> Hello, kind sir. Where did you appear from? <laughs> you boy, what day is this? <laughs> Sex pest. <laughs> no, 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 that's not becoming a thing. I refuse. I will get my lawyer involved and he lives in Clapham, okay? Whoa, we can't say that. <laughs> Redacted. Redacted. <laughs> oh my god, my throat actually hurts from laughing. David. <laughs> <laughs> My Big Gay Podcast would love, love, love to thank this month's subs. I mean subscribers. Ugh. Who are the following? Becky B, Vasilis, Jay, William Mealy, Jack, Joe Brown. As well as Richard, Mark, Tommy, Kendrick, Rob Houghton, Michael Leonard and Marty. By subscribing, you're helping to keep My Big Gay Podcast free and accessible to the LGBTQ plus community around the world. Yes, and thanks to your generosity, we're now able to make the podcast transcribed so that those that are hard of hearing can also enjoy the podcast. It only costs less than a cup of coffee a month and you can cancel at any time. Well, if you really want to. And don't forget, you'll also be added to our close friends list on Instagram for extra content just for your eyes. Oh, Benji, you're not going to make me put up nudes, are you? No, mate, we're trying to thank our following, not send them running.